Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning into the Listening Life podcast. On today's episode, I will briefly discuss some some of the insights on distracted listening and the power of technology. Then I will be joined by my fellow teaching assistant, Kathleen Peden, as we discuss our journey in the Listening Life class while also sharing some advice about it. So since my last episode, my TAing experience has continued to just be great and I love to see the bonds and friendships students have created with each other now in the class. I feel like everybody has gotten kind of close and stuff. They talk a lot um, and um, they talk a lot to each other and I can tell that they've created friendships. So I really love to see that. Um, and they just seem to be so much more confident and I love to just see how far they've come. So, um, but we ended off our last lessons just talking a lot about how the power of technology can really cause issues when it comes to listening and how it can play a big role in people getting distracted. Um, but there are some benefits that we did discuss as well um, in regards to technology, like being able to talk to people and connect with people who are far away, which has definitely been beneficial to me, especially growing up as a military child. I'm always like moving away from people. So having that technology there was always great to be able to still connect with people and with my family also being far away from Florida too. It's great to be able to still connect with them through technology. But it was just so interesting because many of the students became very intrigued by the topic of parents being too distracted on their phones to listen to them sometimes. And they had just like a long class discussion of students just sharing their stories about that. And we talked about how it really goes to show that Gen Z and millennials may not be the ones with as big of a phone problem as the generation before us. And I definitely 100% could relate to the students because my my mom also tends to get so distracted sometimes when I talk to her because she's on her phone. So, um, but as a listener, I think it's just important to respect the person talking. And that's something we talked about a lot in this class and just making them feel valued and just have your technology out of sight, out of mind to give that person your full attention and to let them know that you're really there for them. And we also talked about how you have to really just create focused attention for yourself and understand the things um, that you're biased about and like interest you have that may play a role in your listening ability. And so I feel like a few of the active listening skills we talked about that are very beneficial is just making sure to set an intention to really listen and cut out distractions and really create an environment that isn't noisy or distracting so you can really focus on the person and even paraphrasing and giving feedback whether you know verbally or non-verbally to show that you are listening to the person talking to you so that's just a little bit more of the insight from the last few weeks of the listening life class um, i would like to now introduce kathleen peden who also tas in this class with me um, and I'm just going to ask her a few questions about her listening life journey as a TA, and I will join along in answering a few of these questions as well. So Kathleen, welcome to the show. Hi, Tatiana. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. How are you? I'm doing well. Good. So um, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself, like what you're studying, what your future plans are, things like that? Yeah, um, so I'm in my fourth year at UF. Um, I'm studying psychology with an emphasis in um, behavioral cognitive neuroscience. Um, and I have a communication studies minor. And for the next um, few years, starting in the fall, I will be at Jacksonville University in their um, grad program on clinical mental health counseling. Um, so I'm very excited for the future. That's so good. And Kathleen is such a great person to talk to. So I think you're on Aww. a great career path. I think you will do so well. Um, in oh, your thank job. you. Yes. Um, so what about the Listening Life class drew you in to want to be a TA? Yeah, so um, I think for me, it just goes back to um, taking Dr. A's listening course um, several semesters ago. Um, I was just really, that was probably my favorite class that I've taken in the Dial Center. Um, just because there's so much psychology involved um, and communication as a whole, but specifically in listening as well. Um, and so as a psych major, I've 
found it very, very easy to relate um, the classes that I've taken in the Dial Center to my major, um, and especially now that I'm pursuing a career in counseling. Um, but yeah, I just overall loved the course, um, and I was so excited when Dr. A was telling us that she was going to be turning it into a Quest course, um, that I just thought it would be such a great opportunity um, to be able to work with her um, and, you know, kind of develop the class um, since this is the first semester it's being taught. Um, and yeah, I just wanted to jump at an opportunity to kind of give back to the Dial Center um, that's given me so much in my time at UF. Yes, I definitely agree. Um, I have, I like, I remember in high school when I was still kind of trying to decide what I wanted to do. Uh, I had ultimately, of course, went with like journalism, but at first I wanted to do psychology for a little bit, but then I was like, I don't know. <laughs> um, so <laughs> then I feel like being a part of the Dahl Center and a communication studies minor really gave me the opportunity to live that psychology mm -hmm. dream a little bit um, without <laughs> actually being like a psych major and stuff. And I agree. I was so excited when Dr. A gave the opportunity to be a TA for the Listening Life class because I remember um, taking her listening course. It changed me so much. I learned so much about myself and I always mm -hmm. talk about how it was like free therapy because I was like, oh wow, I never <laughs> realized, <laughs> you know, this is how I am as a person. So um, I'm very grateful to have been a part of these students, especially since they're younger than us and like just seeing them like coming in just so innocent and then just coming out learning so much about themselves. Yeah, I definitely think that like, since you pointed out that, um, you know, you learned so much about yourself and um, especially the listening course, I think that's so true just because like a lot of the, the things that contribute to our listening experiences and go into it um, are just not anything that we can recognize on our own because it's all, you know, happening in our brain and um, it's sensory information that we're not really conscious of a lot of the time. And so having someone like actually explain that to you and show you like, this is, this is what's going on inside your brain and inside the brains of everyone that you interact with on a daily basis is just really enlightening because, you know, it makes you think about that now. It makes you think about like all of your conversations now in a completely different light. Exactly. Yes. And like, um, even just helping foster your friendships and relationships with mm -hmm. other people because it's like you have this insight and it helps you to be able to share that insight with other people as well. Um, and then also just knowing how to be like, for example, an empathetic listener and yeah. like understanding that, you know, maybe sometimes it's not you, but somebody's just going through something. So yeah, I mm -hmm. really love that. Um, and what lesson did you enjoy the most in the listening life class that maybe like you didn't pick up in the um, original listening class that she had? Yeah, um, I think I think I was just focused, ironically, more on the distracted listening portion this time. Mm -hmm. um, just because, <laughs> you know, <I've, laughs> I feel like that's one of those things that like you can always learn more about, you know, and mm -hmm. um, especially in the listening life class, you know, it's it's different from the it's different from listening because in listening, we go over the different um, types of listening and how to get better at it and that sort of thing. And we don't do that in the listening life. And so the um, the like the other course material is a little more in depth from from what I can tell. That's how I've seen it so far. It's just a little more in depth than it is in listening because, you know, you've got more um, weeks of course material to fill and you're not covering the types. But anyway, um, I think distracted listening has been really impactful just for me to hear again, even if even though I've heard all this um, before, I think just hearing it again has been really nice. Um, and just like refocusing myself um, and helping me to recognize the ways that I can become a better listener. Um, you know, and even though I've been taking um, communications courses for several semesters now, I think mm -hmm. um, it's just reminded me that there's always ways um, for me to grow um, and to be a better communicator, especially a better listener. Um, and I think that just goes to show that, you know, in my future career in counseling, um, there will always be room for improvement and 
Um, I think it's just kind of reminded me um, that like, you know, I'm not going to be perfect at whatever task I take on, whatever career I take on. Um, and yeah, as my future clients are learning about themselves in our therapy sessions, I'm also going to be learning like how to be better for them um, right. along the way. Yes, I, I love that. And um, I also wanted to preface on the show that Dr. A teaches um, like a listening course, which goes into it's a little more um, like kind of upper division. And then this listening life course is like kind of as she describes as the appetizer course to that. Mm -hmm. So um, I just want to preface that so people know, like we're talking about um, the listening life, which is what we TA for, but we took listening, which was like the bigger version I guess of that but um, I definitely agree with what you said I feel like this class has helped me really um, learn continue to learn more about myself because like you said I took listening a few semesters ago so it's not that I forgot the material but it was nice to just have that refresher mm -hmm. and yeah. um, I think a lesson that really stuck with me is like you said distracted listening because when she talked about technology and how like even if you're not directly on it but just having it out it can be so distracting and it made me reflect on myself in some of my conversations I've had with people because I'm always like as soon as a notification or something I'm just so tempted and sometimes I will actually look while I'm talking to someone and like I know that's really bad so <laughs> I've worked on it so much since being TA for this class and then also I think what I've loved is just the fact that as TAs we kind of get to listen to the perspective of the other students and so sometimes some of the things they say or some of the stories they share I I'm like oh wow like I never thought of it in that way like I remember when one of the students when we were talking about validation and she was like sometimes it's easier to um kind of have like an a counter argument with someone that your family members with because they're stuck mm -hmm. with you versus with a friend because they're more likely to cut you off and like not want to be friends anymore and that really like stuck with me because I never thought of it like that but when I think about it I am more easily like willing to have a disagreement with a family member because I know we'll get over it and we're still family mm -hmm. but with a friend it's like I know that that's not going to be the case, um, depending on how that argument or whatever goes. So it, yeah, it's a lot of, I really appreciate, I guess, having that student perspective and like kind of seeing it in a bird bird's eye view. Yeah. And I think like kind of along the same vein, but I think another lesson that Dr. A is focused um, pretty heavily on, it was earlier in the semester, but um, mm -hmm. she had a whole unit just about like understanding our own values and where we're yeah. coming from um and on the flip side like doing the same for the people that we're communicating with because you know i think a lot of time um especially in like a like a heated discussion or like an argument or something mm -hmm. um at least for me i kind of tend to um you know like the the thought that's going in circles in my brain is like why aren't they understanding me like why don't they just understand mm -hmm. where i'm coming from and like then they'd see that i'm right and like that's not necessarily fair because you have no idea like what the other person went through I don't know years ago that could be related to what you're talking about let alone like earlier in the day you know like you have right. no idea where they're coming from um and like what events in their life have shaped their own personal um values and beliefs um and so yeah I think just another that's another thing that's stuck out to me in this course is you know of course we talk about that in listening too but mm -hmm. just to have that reminder of like to to try to place yourself in the other person's shoes before you you know like attack them you know for like yeah. not, not being on the same page as you like it's just not um fair um, yes yeah. I I like a hundred percent agree with that. Um, and I, I briefly talked about it on my um, last episode of the show. It's just like I it really made me like the validation like um, lesson um, that we talked about in that class. It really made me just sit back and reflect because I also like you said, I have this thing where especially if it's something that I'm like really passionate about and I really, really feel like I have a good point and that I'm not, you know, um, mm -hmm. you know, I just want to always be like, why don't you understand? Like you have to understand there's like no 
like there's no reason you should be disagreeing with this point right um and then like you know like you said just that lesson really helped me to be like you know what like we're all like our everybody's raised different everybody comes from just different backgrounds so it's like to me something can seem really wrong and I'm not understanding why you don't see it wrong but I also don't know your story so it's like maybe there's like a reason why you don't see the issue and um, I think also with Dr. A saying that just because you validate a person's feelings doesn't mean you agree and that Mm -hmm. really helped me because I always used to feel like if I validate their feelings then I'm invalidating my own and um, Mm -hmm. but I think it comes with just maturity and understanding that okay you can validate somebody's feelings and be like okay that's fine those are your feelings and you can have those and understanding that I can still have mine and not you know agree with them and it could just be like a agree to disagree respectfully right yeah Yeah. um did you ever feel like empowered or like you were you know learning something um that you could take with you um not only like I guess personally but also into your career or into like any relationships or friendships you have in life yeah um so Obviously, like I've, I've said, I'm going into um, counseling as a career, and I don't really know like where I'll specialize within that. But I think, regardless, you know, whatever I'm going to be, whoever my like target audience for my counseling is going to be, like that's based on good communication, um, and like it, the what my clients are going to be getting out of counseling sessions are sure like on them and being willing to share their own personal experiences and feelings and those sorts of things um Mm -hmm. but it's also going to be heavily reliant on my listening abilities um Mm -hmm. and you know am i prepared mentally like am i in a state where i can listen to what people are telling me today Mm -hmm. um and you know if i'm not how can i get there and once i am there you know am i am i have I removed my biases? You know, like, have I mm-hmm. have I set them aside at least for the hour that they're in the room with me to be able to help them um, work through their own experiences? And so I think just like, like what I was talking about earlier, you know, just recognizing where other people are coming from. And um, ultimately, like, my job is not going to be about me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it's about <laughs> my clients. And so my opinions are, um, my my personal values are not, important in those sessions and that's something that you know is probably going to be harder to do than you know i'm saying it is but like but yeah i mean ultimately just like coming to that realization is what's going to help me in the end and yeah i think a big part of that is going to be um once i've done all those things i think a big part that's going to help me um at least in terms of things we've talked about in this course is going to be active listening Mm -hmm. um and just making sure that like yes i'm listening to my clients but also that they realize that i'm listening to them and that i'm listening well um and that's done you know through you know like my nonverbal expressions you know making sure i'm making eye contact with them and nodding um and understanding um and understanding and those kinds of things um and just yeah making sure that i'm affirming them in their feelings and what they're saying um, regardless of whether or not i agree with them or not right yes and i i really loved what you said at the beginning about just um because i think you know going to um therapy work that's a very like deep type of Mm -hmm. um job to have because people are telling you their deepest darkest things that they're experiencing so Mm -hmm. i think it's so important like you mentioned that you have to be in the right mental space like that's a conversation you have to have with yourself every day like okay am Mm -hmm. i mentally ready and then even maybe determining like okay maybe today is not a good day for me to work like maybe i need to you know work tomorrow and just like take a day for my own mental health um in order to be able to give my best into my clients so I really like that you had that like idea of just like making sure to check your mental first um mm-hmm. before having to work with other people's mental health because you can't give your best to someone if like you're not in your own 
um, good state. And I think even though we're going into two different fields, like I'm going into journalism and you're going into um, counseling and therapy, I feel like um, we have that same like similarity as far as mm-hmm. having to be kind of objective and not like put our own opinion into it um and i know like some journalists like they can be opinionated but i kind of want to be a very neutral type of party i guess in my journalism work um because i want to be able to give people in interviews and stuff a fair opportunity to share their stories even if i don't necessarily agree with it because my job is to put news out there and to like make people more informed so i think um like you said i think for both of our careers we just have to be able to actively listen i think that's like a key thing so i think really everybody in the world could benefit from um, Mm -hmm. this class for sure um yeah and i think another thing like kind of on the flip side of that is like this will definitely be true for me and probably a little for you depending on you know what kind of journalism you're doing but like also not bringing those things home with you yes. um and just like keeping them separate because you know bringing the hard things home with you as a therapist like if i have a family one day that could very negatively impact you know my communication skills at home and my listening skills in particular mm-hmm. you know like if i'm so caught up in um you know how hard my day was today am i going to be able to you know give the quality time to my my husband and my kids that you know Mm -hmm. they deserve and they need um and so yeah just being able to like turn it on and off will be challenging but necessary yes yes and i think this class could like start with building that foundation Mm -hmm. of learning how to separate the two so you can still like equally be able to have those active listening skills like at home and um in the job as well because like you said too with journalism like you know depending on um like what type of news i know sometimes like journalists will go on the scenes of crimes and they'll see things and it can just take a toll so um i think it definitely just yeah making sure that you can have that space where you can um turn it on and turn it off and i think that's also where um like having this listening class is helpful when being in relationships because you're able to share some of the insights with your significant Mm -hmm. other for example and so they can also reciprocate and understand like empathetic listening understanding that you had a hard day and being able to really listen to you and give you feedback and just like be a true support system for you during that time too so yeah um but what activity um have we done um or put together as teaching assistants that really resonated with you the most um i really enjoyed the um active listening activity that we did um and so i don't know if you've discussed this in your previous episodes so i'll give like a brief description Mm -hmm. but um basically we had the class split in half um and then pair up and so each in each pair, one person was going to be blindfolded and the other person in the pair was not. And so the person who was blindfolded was going to be listening to the instructions that were given by the person who was not blindfolded. Mm-hmm. And um, so what we had them do was we went out in a courtyard um, and we had them place like a personal object, kind of just somewhere around the courtyard that they could, you know, see from where we were standing. Um, and then without like physically like directing the person they had to use verbal instructions um and yeah the person blindfolded had to try to tune into the person specifically giving them instructions and go find the object and bring it back completely blindfolded Mm -hmm. um and so i thought it was just so so interesting um to see their approaches to it um because some of them you know were very like confident in their ability to listen to their partner some of them were really scared um to be putting on the blindfold at all um and so yeah i thought it was just really interesting for them i think they all grew a little bit in trust um not only in their partner but also in themselves Um, Mm -hmm. and i think the same was even true for those giving instructions um i think even those folks kind of 
some of them were maybe hesitant to be, you know, responsible for someone who's blindfolded. Yeah. Um, <laughs> honestly, I get it. Um, mm. But I think even they kind of realized, like, hey, like, I can communicate effectively, like, when I put in the effort. Um, and so, yeah, I just thought it was a really interesting activity. And um, even though some of them were kind of hesitant or even scared at first, I think in the end they all enjoyed it and realized, like, okay, this isn't as scary as it sounds like it is um yeah right yeah i i definitely agree i think that a lot of people were a little hesitant but i think once they started they felt comfortable and i think it helped them like just grow trust with each other as well um and i think another activity that i really love that we did i think we did it like twice or so was just any of the activities where we sat and um the students had like deep questions and um mm -hmm. were like asking each other questions and answering um because i feel like like dr a mentioned um aside from this class i don't think that they have a lot of like deep um like conversations with people yeah. outside of it so i think those moments especially the one where everyone um she brought snacks and they like shared a meal or like a little snack session mm -hmm. while sharing um like things that they're going through or you know future plans they have i just think it's nice to be able to let it out and also i think it, it could be a little easier to let it out with people you don't know that well because they it's not like they, I guess, would hold it against you or judge you because they don't really know you that well. Um, so I think that um, I really loved when we got to do those activities. And I think it also helped us as TAs to grow a little closer and just know them more because I feel like um, that was probably some of our closer times when we ran mm -hmm. different activities to bond with the students. But Yeah, and I, I definitely agree with what you said that like, um, they're probably not having conversations like these outside of class and mm -hmm. um, I recognize you know like they're freshmen so they probably haven't had any like you know serious or like long-term you know like close friends that they've mm -hmm. made in college so far and like that's totally understandable um, and I think like even even if that weren't the case I know personally a lot of people I know um, even have come even have a hard time bringing up you know like the hard conversations with friends that they've been close with for years yeah. you know like a lot of times it's just not comfortable to talk about the difficult things um mm -hmm. even with people that like have known you super well and that you're really comfortable with and so yeah i think just being able to like foster these kinds of conversations um are just really healthy for people mm. um especially because you know it's not something that they have to ask for and in this class you know it's something that we're we're giving them and they don't have to feel uncomfortable about like right. you know approaching a friend and saying hey like can i talk to you about something that's been bothering me like no they have mm -hmm. the freedom to do that in class and um i hope that we've made it clear that you know the class is a safe space i think the yeah. two of us and dr a have been really um like open to whatever they have to say and i i really just applaud all of the students in the class because i think they've done a really good job of that too just in their own groups mm -hmm. you know like being able to, um, even if it's, even if what the other person is saying is not something that they personally agree with or personally understand mm -hmm. in their own experience, but I think they've all just done a great job of like, um, yeah, just listening to each other, honestly. Yeah, yeah I, I, I agree. And just like, even sometimes just walk, when we did some of those activities and walking around, like some people are really like just sharing all types mm -hmm. of stuff. And I was like, wow, like, it's just interesting that they you know it's good mm -hmm. that they were able to feel so comfortable to do that and it was like the not excitement but just like the eagerness like it was weighing heavy on them and they finally got to tell somebody and i just i loved that they were able to do that and like you said since so many of them are just starting their college career it's so good that they had a class like this like i wish i could have taken listening or the listening life freshman year because i think it would have yeah. helped a lot um when it came to fostering bonds with people because i think that now um like if they're intentional about it they will be able to take these tools into the rest of their college career and life so mm -hmm. it'll be good yeah. um so what has been your favorite part about being a ta for this class 
Um, oh man. Um, <laughs> I think, um, yeah, this is going to sound a little cheesy, but I think just being able to see the students, um, like from where they started to where they are now and just mm. the, the change that they've allowed to happen in themselves throughout the course. Um, because like you pointed out earlier, you know, um, this is a course that's kind of centered around the idea of like self-discovery a little bit and just mm. like learning more about yourself um, and your own personal, you know, values and beliefs and emotions, but also like your own personal communication styles um, and how that has shaped your own relationships and connections and stuff. And um, I, I feel like just even when Dr. A is listening or er, lecturing, um, but also during our activities and things, I can just tell that um, the students are just very like receiving um, for all of it. They're just so open um, and willing to grow. And I think that's just so beautiful because, you know, we attend a public university and, mm -hmm. you know, there's like, I, stigmas isn't the right word stereotypes i guess is what i'm looking for there's stereotypes about you know like oh we're top five so like they don't necessarily care about you as a person you know right. the the school is just like here for the success of the institution and like that kind of thing and i think mm -hmm. to be able to have found a class like this and participate in it um and especially twice you know like i took a i took listening and now i'm a ta for the listening life and i think um just personally being able to be involved in it twice is just such a blessing um, because most people don't even know that these courses exist in the first place um, and so yeah I guess all that to say I'm just I'm just happy to have been able to contribute to a class that is hopefully very positively impacting um, freshmen as they begin their academic journey Yes, yes. I love that. And I do not think it's cheesy at all because I agree. <laughs> <laughs> like I was I literally have been saying that um, just seeing the students growth. I um, because I feel like when I took listening, I of course, I, I guess I wasn't really paying attention to the other students in the class, like their growth, <laughs> because this was like my growth journey during listening. Right. But then being able to experience it for the second time with the listening life, I got that different perspective where um, I was still, of course, having like my self growth journey, but I also got to witness from another perspective, like the students, their journey and their growth. And so um, I was so excited when we first started the semester because I knew what they were in for and I don't think they knew what mm -hmm. they were in for. So I was super excited. because I was like, I know right now it's the first day of classes. They're probably like, oh my gosh, like I just took this as like a little easy course or whatever. But then like they actually took it and I know that the majority of them were like wow I have changed mm -hmm. so much so I'm just you know I'm really happy to just see them and I just feel like I mean obviously I don't know what they're going through inside but just seeing from the first day to now it's just such a huge jump and they're just I feel like so much mm -hmm. happier and confident in themselves so I love to see that and like you said it truly has been a blessing to take um, to be a part of this class twice and then not only twice but just like from different um, yeah. roles and different perspectives to go from a student to helping other students on their journey to be a better listener and to be happier and grow in themselves so it's, it's just it's great I think everybody again at UF and all campuses need to take it <laughs> so absolutely yes um do you feel like um, as a TA, you've gained some type of teaching style or like some type of style that you would maybe want to go into therapy with. Um, and like, how do you feel like you developed a bond with that style with the students and with and with Dr. A? Hmm. Um, yeah, I'm honestly not sure. I feel like, you know, just being a TA who's like involved in the planning and the teaching in the course is very new to me. Um, you know, I've been a TA in the past, but I was just like a grading TA only. Um, and so I, I really had nothing to do with like the course development or anything like that. Mm -hmm. um, and so I honestly don't know if I've developed a particular style, at least not that I'm like aware of on my own. Yeah. <laughs> but I think, I think I definitely have, you know, 
learn some things that I know I'll use in the future um, and maybe even in my counseling classes or in my counseling career but yeah I guess mm. in my counseling classes too and just um, especially like on the public speaking sphere I guess mm. that's not something that I was always particularly comfortable with mm. I'm still not yeah super comfortable <laughs> with it but I think just um, my time in in the ambassador leadership program um, especially but also in this course um, just leading activities and that sort of thing um, has really just helped me grow and be more confident in myself um, in that regard and so I think that'll just help me to recognize that like you know when I am officially a counselor and I have my own clients and things I know it's not the same as public speaking but mm -hmm. um, you know you're still leading your client through um, you know mental exercises and um, not necessarily meditations, but it is very similar. And so yeah. I think, um, yeah, just recognizing in myself that like I can do those things, um, even though it seems a little scary sometimes, has been really just reassuring for me. Um, and yeah. Yeah, I, I agree because um, I was just about to say that as well. I feel like um, as far as teaching style, I think it's it's been reassuring um and just helpful in public speaking and being able to just kind of dive headfirst into um putting yourself out there even though like they know we're students just like them but still having the confidence yeah. to teach them and stuff like that and um work with them and try to like foster a bond and have them build like trust and um understanding with us and um i think also i've just like um, I feel like I've always been a pretty, like, pers a person that um, always loves to, like, reassure people and, um, mm -hmm. like, validate people, I guess, um, in a way where, like, if they're uh, emotional or something like that, being able to, like, help them out. And I feel like I've been able to do that in this class by, um, like, if a student says something and then, you know, trying to paraphrase, I guess, paraphrase it back to them and let them know that I'm listening. And I feel like I've grown to do that a lot more during mm -hmm. this class. And I've been able to do that a lot more in my friendships and um, relationships and stuff because I just, I guess... I've learned a lot through this course that I want to be able to make sure that people know I'm really listening and I I think I feel the most comfortable I've learned with paraphrasing stuff back to people so they know yeah. like you know I I understood what you were saying to me <laughs> um, but yeah definitely um were there any challenges you feel like you faced as a TA hmm um I think um, this is honestly kind of along the same lines. Just like I'm, I tend to be a perfectionistic type of person, and so I think, um, yeah, just like being um, not the teacher, but you know, in the in the front, and like they recognize that like I am a student as well, but just like mm -hmm. an example in the classroom. Um, yeah, I think just from the beginning, I've kind of had the mindset of like okay like today I've got to you know be happy and positive in class even if I'm not saying anything and just yeah. like you know be ready if Dr. A needs anything from me and just um you know on days when we're leading activities like making sure I've got myself together and like I know what's going on and I'm just ready to lead and so I think like I finally have gotten there in the end um and you know still not perfectly but i think i've just come to realize that like it's okay if we mess something up it's okay if i'm not like perfect or get the perfect answer or lead the perfect discussion because you know like i am human too and i i think like for me to be always you know having this front of like oh i i know exactly what i'm talking about and i've prepared this perfectly and this is going so smooth it's just honestly a disservice to them um in a class where we talk about such real things because they should realize you know like i'm an imperfect human too and i think to have an example of that is good and hopefully reassuring to them um and so yeah yeah i 
I um I love that you said that because I also feel like I was trying to be a perfectionist too because as you mentioned like when it's it's almost like being a teaching assistant I almost felt like I have a way bigger role I think yeah um, and I knew that maybe they were possibly looking up to us to know like every single little thing and I was nervous sometimes and I think sometimes I lacked a little bit of confidence and I was just like oh my gosh like I want to be able to execute this activity so perfectly mm -hmm. I want to be able I want them to be able to know that I know what I'm doing um, but like you said just showing them that like we're imperfect and you know we're trying our best just like you guys and like yeah we have a little more knowledge on this stuff than you guys might have but um mm -hmm. we're still also growing as well like we're still students as well but um i think we both did a really good job with um the materials and resources we had and i think we we pretty did a pretty good job with um doing yeah, our I'm, teaching assistant yeah i'm proud of us i think we were very similar in that regard and mm -hmm. i think both of us have just come out of ourselves a little bit um yes. which has been really good to see Yes, and I think we were able to really bounce off each other's ideas a lot and stuff and work yeah. really well together. So I think it, it worked out that we were TAs together. So Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, and so for The Listening Life, um, Dr. A, she assigned kind of this final essay, and I really liked one of the questions she had in there. So I wanted to ask you just one of those questions, which was, yeah. what makes The Listening Life worthwhile to you? Hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, I think to answer that question, it, just so many things that we've already discussed go into that, you know, I think just, um, Dr. A places a big emphasis on what it means to be an empowered listener. Um, and a lot of what that means is, like I spoke about earlier, is just recognizing who you are and where you come from and who other people are and where they come from. Um, and another big aspect of that is being willing to learn and to recognize you know like generally we are not good listeners and like we can be better um we just have to we have to want to and we have to try to and i think um for what makes the listening life worth it is just um being able to to combine all of those things and um to recognize that like you know i'm i'm not perfect and i'm not going to be perfect but i still want to be better um for myself and for the people around me and I want to be the best listener that I can be because you know that's how you um make and maintain your relationships um in all shapes and forms and so I think especially the case with a career in counseling like I'm going into you know being able to um establish and keep re good relationships with my clients um you know will make a world of difference for them and so yeah I'm just really looking forward to, you know, my future after this class and just, I hope that, you know, maybe I'll have to go back and reread some of the lecture slides and stuff um, oh, just right. to remind myself <laughs> of, you know, like where I came from and, um, you know, the things that are important. Um, and so, yeah. Right. Yes. And um, I, I definitely think that this class really um, just helps you to understand um, like you said yourself and then also other people and I think that's what really makes it worthwhile because I think it's always really important to recognize that your relationship with other people always starts with the relationship you have with yourself and mm -hmm. so um, I really think that this class and just really the listening life is so so worthwhile because when you're able to grow and learn um, within yourself as a listener, you can become a better listener for um, people. And um, I think, you know, similarly in my career, it'll be very helpful um, when, you know, doing interviews and stuff for um, like people I'm interviewing for stories. It'll be very helpful because I, I've learned how to check my biases. I've learned um, mm -hmm. the things that are personal interest and how to separate that from interviewing and being objective so um and so also what advice would you give a student who is interesting um or, or who is interested sorry in taking <laughs> the listening life um yeah I would say like I know 
since it is a quest course, a lot of people will probably sign up for it just to fulfill that um, quest requirement on their degree audit. But I would say like, you know, even if you're hesitant, just try to be as open as you can um, because there really are some like good lessons involved in the class. And I, I realize it may seem like just another college course, but like um, there really is a lot of things that go into it that you can and hopefully will use um, throughout the rest of your life. And so I think just having an open mind um, and being willing to um, dig deep within yourself, um, but also to grow. And so, yeah. Yes, um, I I 100% agree. I would say, you know, um, again, like with Quest classes, I wish this would have been an option for Quest. No, um, yeah. I, I don't know about you, but I, I took what's the good life, what is the good life and stuff. <laughs> um, but I would have loved to take in this instead. But um, yeah, I think that this is just such a great class. And if you have the opportunity to take it, um, I 100% would. I know when I took listening, a lot of people that had no idea about the minor, communication studies minor and stuff, they were like, what do you mean you're taking listening? Like, you're just, what do you learn about that? And it's like, oh, you would be so surprised about the things we're learning mm-hmm. in here. So um, I would say, like, you will really surprise yourself and you will grow. Like, if you want something that is actually going to be intriguing and interesting and something that can help develop you and also um, benefit you in so many aspects of your life not only just in college but outside of it then this is a course that would really be great for you and it will probably um, since this will probably be the first or second or so um, like Dalson or communication studies minor class you take I feel like it will draw you in to get more involved and you can take even more great classes that we have so absolutely yeah and my last question is just, what would you say your overall experience has been? And um, like, how would you compare it to being a student in Dr. A's listening class to now the experience you have as a TA for the listening life? Yeah, um, I think you kind of touched on this a little bit earlier, but just um, being able to witness this class, share slightly different courses, but um, generally the same idea um, from two different perspectives has been so so interesting and um, good and like growth focused Um, and just yeah like being a student in the listening course that she teaches um, was really like self-focused which I think was good just because I didn't realize like how much went into listening and um, you know how much room for growth that there really was for me and I think on the other side you know now being a ta for the course and getting to work really closely with dr a and with you to develop the course material um has been really awesome just to revisit that material yes but also to kind of um witness the ways that the students have grown um and also just what they're interested in learning about listening um because you know some of them were really intrigued by you know like learning about biases and some were were really interested in you know the distracted listening stuff and i think mm-hmm. um it's just been really cool to learn um or to see the students recognize you know like um, we're all in this class together and we're all learning things but we're still like our own people and we're still learning um in ways that are unique to us and i think that's been really interesting yes yes i think yeah like um, Dr. A's listening class, it was a lot about like self-growth and um, developing and I think it helped prepare us to be TAs for this while also Absolutely. this class, you know, being like um, us helping um, the other students learning about themselves. And I think like you said, since this is the first time the Listening Life Quest version of the class was being taught, we were all in this together me you dr a the students yep. like, you know we were like developing this class you know as one and you know figuring out like okay like what works what doesn't work and um i think that that's what also makes this experience just so special because we were you know the first tas to be a part of like her first session of this um class so i think mm-hmm. it has truly just been amazing um to 
watch ourselves really grow. I feel like it was like a continuation of growth because we grew during the listening class and then we got to utilize that into being TAs while also continuing to grow, um, mm -hmm. you know, with the other students. So I really have enjoyed this experience and I feel like it has definitely made me more confident and prepared me for my future endeavors so yeah yes so um now we're going to end off with a listening quote similarly to the last episode so um the listening quote for this episode is to say that a person feels listened to means a lot more than just their ideas getting heard. Um, it's a sign of respect. It makes people feel valued. And that is by Deborah Tannen. So for this quote, I feel like I would say um, that I definitely agree. I feel like it's a very timely quote as well. I feel like there's just so much going on in the world. And so I feel like just listening to people, it means so much to them. And knowing that there is somebody out there that is truly just recognizing their words and is just trying to be a support system for them and is open to hearing them out versus just like their ideas going in one ear and out the other so i think listening is just such an underrated thing i don't think a lot of people understand the value that goes into listening and how much um, it really means not only for another person to be listened to, but I don't even think sometimes people realize how much it means for them to be listened to as well. So I think um, listening is just a really important quality to have and everybody should tune into um, their inner voice to understand how to be um, a better listener, to check their biases and their interests. And um, I feel like it's just such a great Thing to show your respect and like love for people um kathleen is there anything you want to add no i mean i completely agree with everything you said i i think all i have to say is that i think a course like this should be taught at every college exactly. um, i think every student should have the opportunity to learn the things that we've gotten to learn um twice over now and just yes <laughs> yeah just the just the impact that it can have on your life i think is very um undervalued and underrated um, yes yeah. yes and um i would um definitely agree that it should be taught at every college and if your college or wherever you are doesn't offer it definitely looking into like the um listening textbooks and um just there's so many active listening books out mm -hmm. there um that i think you all should definitely just check out because they just it really will add so much value to your life i don't think you even understand the start of it so um but thank you so much kathleen for joining me on this episode of the listening life podcast and it has been just such a pleasure being able to ta with you this semester yeah, thank you so much for having me. Um, I think it's been really nice to kind of unpack all of the amazing things we've gotten to do this semester. And um, yeah, it's just been such a joy to um, get to know you better through um, this TA experience. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yes. Um, and that is all for today's episode of the Listening Life podcast. Please be sure to continue to tune in on Spotify. Thanks for listening and have a wonderful day.